0: Welcome to It's Real with Jordan Edwards, episode 28 with Jonas. Jonas is a rapper from the Bronx, now living in Virginia. He made his name with songs like Don't Give a Damn, Fall Back, and Live It Up. More recently, he released a single called Good Day, which spawned the Good Day Challenge on TikTok. So here it is, episode 28 with Jonas. Yeah, so you're from uh, you're from the Bronx, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh, from the Bronx, um, South Bronx, born and raised.
0: But now you're in the burbs.
1: Now I'm in the burbs, man. Uh, yeah, I, I moved out to Virginia about six years ago, um, seven years ago. So a little bit of a, a, a change, uh, but uh, but I got used to it. It's a little better quality of life. Um, you know, I have my daughter; was two years old. She just turned two in March. So you know. Trying to, you know, put her in a position where, you know, quality of life just goes up just a tiny bit.
0: But as long as the suburbs don't make you soft, you know?
1: No, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I'm giving the suburbs a little bit of an edge, honestly. That's the way that's going.
0: As a New York hip hop artist, the obvious thing is, you know, I listen to Biggie, I listen to Tribe Called Quest, that, you know, New York artist. But is there something, somebody that you listen to growing up that maybe people might not expect?
1: Oh yeah, uh, you know, shout out to a good friend of mine, Tomas. Uh, he put me on to like Dave Matthews Band, Smashing Pumpkins. I was listening to uh, Offspring. I mean, you name it, man. I, it's that Americana album is dope, by the way. Um, but yeah, I, I would listen to you know all, all sorts of music, right? And then I listen to Percy Sledge and Otis Redding and you know different. Uh, depending on what mood I was in, you know what I mean? So it just kind of was all over the
0: place. (laughs) Yeah. I think, I feel like it's, it's kind of a shame there's this cliche that if you're like a black dude from the Bronx, you have to only listen to hip hop, you know? It's not true.
1: It's not true at all, man. Uh, And thank God I wasn't like that, you know what I mean? Because, you know, now my adult life, it's like, You know, there's so many different things, there's so many memories attached to different genres of music than just hip-hop, right? Uh, Like, you know, hip-hop was, you know, predominant in my life, but like, you know, we'd go to certain concerts and it'd just be a vibe, like it's chill and and it's just, I don't know, it's just, I feel like too much of anything is not good, you know what I'm saying? So to switch it up and mix it up, I think is is important for uh, people's perspectives.
0: And I've noticed in in your music, even within the hip-hop music that you make, you're across different styles of hip-hop. Some of your stuff is harder with 808s and things like that. And then you have the more poppy, upbeat, party rap kind of stuff. So
1: That's because I was listening to, like, Offspring, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, all these different, like, I mean, Z100 I would listen to back in the day in New York, and, uh, as well as Hot 97. So it's like, I got those party vibes early, so it's just like, you know, and I would go to certain house parties in, like, the East Hamptons, you know, and then I would go to parties in the projects in in the South Bronx. It's like, you know, there's different music, there's different music for different moves and different vibes, and so it's because of that that I make, like, party music like that that you could, like, rock, like, you know, have a good time to college uh, parties or whatever, so.
0: You have this new single, Good Day, and the viral, the Good Day challenge that comes with it. Tell me about making that that track and how you and how you evolved that into this thing that you have on, on TikTok and Instagram.
1: Um, so I just wanted to make a song that was kind of the opposite of what we're all feeling right now. You know, it's, 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 it's shitty, right. To, to be stuck at home and, and you know, not to, you know, to not have the freedoms to do what it is you want to do, like go out and enjoy a time with friends, uh, you know, go to bars, go to restaurants, go to theaters, go to shows, go to sporting events. You know, you can't do any of that shit right now. So you're literally stuck in the house. Um, and so why would I make a song that's, like, depressing and being about you being stuck in the house? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm trying to get people out of this, like, enclosed, suffocating and feeling that we have right now. So I was like, all right, cool. What, what are all the things that make my day better? You know, what are the things that I'm trying to do to make my day better and so I, you know, just chipped away at it, made that song, um, and then I really just felt like, all right, cool. This is perfect. This is a perfect opportunity to be able to, you know, ask people what they're doing in their lives to try and make their days better. You know, what I'm saying instead of complaining about what's going on, like, what are you doing to help the situation? What are you doing to have fun? You know, I know it sucks, but you know, what I'm saying like, let's try and find, you know, some sort of light at the end of the tunnel uh, to help us get out of this, you know, time period in our lives. So yeah, so you know, naturally I just started asking people what they're doing. They started sending videos and the rest is history, man. We've got hundreds of video submissions. And it's just, you know, honestly, beyond the numbers, it's just cool to see people doing something
0: that's, you know, positive and uplifting instead of just complaining on Twitter. And you you've, you you made the track while in quarantine or is it or is it an older track that you repurposed?
1: So I've, I've had um, demo phases of it, which I, you know, for like a year, I didn't really, really know where to go with it. But then during quarantine, it was like, I, right, you know what I'm saying? I, I know where to go with this now because this is the perfect situation to, you know, I think to put this song out. What,
0: what, do you make, what are you working on now? Is, is, is uh, Good Day going to be part of a bigger EP, a mixtape, an album, or you got, I see you got some gear and you got a mixer in the background. So what are you working on yeah. now?
1: Back there. Um, so now I'm just working on music, working on a lot of music. To be quite honest with you, um, I'm, I'm getting heavy into the business side of music. Um, you know, uh, just trying to use what I've learned over the years to help other artists. Um, whether that's navigating through deal offers, whether that's putting together a cohesive project, um, A&R in their work. So I'm doing a little bit of that. I've got an EP on the way. Um, you know. It's actually entitled Good Day. So that's the title track off the EP. Um, and so I've got an EP coming with Good Day on it and, and four or five other tracks. And then I'm also working on a bigger, longer album. You
0: know what I'm saying? For a long time, you've been an outspoken critic of the music industry and the way it treats artists. How do you feel about, do you still have that attitude about that You know, the, the bigger labels aren't treating artists fairly and and how you how have your views on that on that changed
1: um i think it all really depends right i think there's a little bit of both um i think there are some great situations there's some great people that work in the infrastructure of the music business and then there's just like uh, there's just certain people that their agenda is to just push you know uh, it's clickbait right and it's to push the quality of the music is their number one priority you know it's it's to sell the the darker side of my culture right to the masses um and to make money off of these kids that are promoting gang violence uh these kids that are you know promoting crazy drug use right i'm a fan of recreational use of whatever right like whatever but at the end of the day like don't push that as a marketing campaign to then have all these kids going out there doing some serious hard drugs that land people in you know the depressive moves, uh, the suicidal uh, moves and and put people in situations where they're rehabbing for years of their lives. you know what I'm saying it's, that's, that's awful that's like the music industry is you know a culprit to that a little bit, right It's like if you're gonna push that forward and and not also you know uh, make sure that you're you know uh, letting you know the younger generations know you know that there you know there is a dangerous path to go down, then, you know what I'm saying, you're, you're just, you're the problem, right? And so that's a problem I have with, like, the, the new generation of, like, hip-hop specifically. Um, and, you know, and I just think the music business needs to put music quality first, you know, and I think there's still a way to make it lucrative, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, you don't have to necessarily sacrifice the ability to make money just because you're a little bit more responsible with the shit that you put out there, right, you know what I'm saying, like, if that's the case, then you're a terrible business person, right, I know how to make money all day without having to do all that, right, and so I just think that, you know, we need to trim some of the fat in the music industry, there's still some of that, like, old, uh, old school mentality left in the industry, and I think once we get rid of some of that, um, I think we'll be, you know, in a much better place. Um, you know, and I think there just needs to be like a centralized, you know, spot where you know artists can get benefits, right? Why don't we have that? You're making tens of millions of dollars, billions of dollars off, you know, these kids. You know, give them some benefits, right? You know, why don't artists have health benefits? You know what I'm saying? Why, why are you know artists able to go, you know, not on their own dime, but go to rehab centers, go to you know, psychiatric facilities. If that's what's needed, talk to a therapist. If that's what's needed, you know, uh, if you need to, you know, if you fall off stage and break your arm, that you shouldn't have to go pay thousands of dollars to get that fixed. You know what I'm saying? Like, where is that? You know, what I'm we're the only industry that doesn't have benefits. You know what I'm saying? It's just terrible.
0: You start your own label, then start your own. Uh, start your own thing.
1: I'm in the process. <sighs> I'm in the process.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, and I don't want to get preachy about it, but I just think it's something this it's so simple, right? It's just like what you know. There's, there's not much to it. It's just simple, um, and I just think you know, it just takes a little bit of effort and a lot of community, and you know, it should be good.
0: There's a big gap in hip hop. You have somebody who's you have people who are wildly rich and famous. People in that you know Travis Scott kind of kind of air. But then you have a whole nother level of people who aren't as well known, but are beyond the making mixtapes in the garage. There's a there's a gray area. There. There's there's a middle ground, and I think that's where you're trying to get at, right?
1: Yeah, hundred um, percent. There's that gray area, and honestly, for some people, that's they probably enjoy that, right? There's some. There's not. I mean, some people don't want all that crazy fame. There's, there's a lot that comes with that, right? I'm sure. You know, I don't want to speak on behalf of Travis. Scott, but you know, I'm sure there's days where he's like, "Why are you taking pictures of my daughter?" You know what I'm saying? We're just going out to try and eat, you know, and, and you know, it, it's it's you know, it comes with the territory. You know, he makes good money, <laughs> so I'm sure that I'm sure that helps. <laughs> but you know, there's some people that don't they don't give a shit about the fame. They just want to make music. They want to be able to you know make a sustainable income, a consistent income off off music. And you know, so I I think uh, that mid tier is like is perfect for some people.
0: Yeah, and there, I feel like the mid-tier used to be more visible in the 90s and early 2000s with labels like Definitive Jux and those kind of like mid-tier. Do you feel like those don't exist as, as strongly as they used to? I, I, think,
1: they, I think they do. You know, I, I think it's just different now, right? I think it's less about... I, so I think that before there was like...
0: Well, Sound, of, SoundCloud changed everything.
1: Yeah, and and I think there was less of like the information overload. And so now I think a lot of these mid-tier labels and distribution companies they they're they're not getting as much press or as much notoriety, but they're still there, right? And I you know, there's just so many subsects of major labels that are thriving right now that have artists that are doing tens, hundreds of millions of streams and you just wouldn't even know, right? So I just I, I don't whereas but you know, whereas back in the day like you had like four or five sources for your information, and so you were able to find out about a duck down records. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And you were able to find, you know, uh, and find out about smaller, mid tier, um, you know, uh, non major labels. You know what I'm saying? They're out there though. There's hundreds yeah. of. Them.
0: But the formula back in the day too, that like you could have an independent label. You know, the, the kind of the the steps that that labels like. Um, that uh, no limit and Cash Money did, where you you build the local, the regional following, and then you get a major label distributor. Do you think that? Do you think that model is still applicable today?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think majors got wise to it, and you'll, you know, there's a couple artists without naming names because I don't want to throw them under the bus. But there's a couple artists that have been signed to major labels, and you know, they just kept it on the hush. Um, they kept it. A secret, so that artists would support, uh, so that fans would support the artist, as if the artist was just magically blowing up on their own, right? And so they would use that as a time to, as an opportunity to, like, really groom the artist, you know, work out the kinks musically, image-wise, and then once the artist started to take off, then the major label came in and act like they just signed the artist, right? And so I think there, that mentality still exists. I just think it's, it, it's just the process and the way in which, you know, companies go about It's different. I think the majors are doing it now. Um, and they'll just, they'll have like subsidiary labels in which, you know, they'll sign artists. And then as soon as the artist starts to take off, then you know, it's just, it's all upstream. It's all in-house.
0: Well, I knew I couldn't talk to Jonas that getting a, a real deep music industry conversation going.
1: Yo, uh, facts, man. I, mean, I don't, <laughs> I mean, look, if, I'm passionate about it, right? I'm just—I'm passionate about this industry. I've been through it for the last, you know, seven, eight years. You know, I've seen the great, I've seen the ugly. You know, I've seen all of it, and I'm—I'm I'm super appreciative to ha- have had that experience. And I, you know, I just—I want to help and make sure that, you know, that other artists don't go through some of the pitfalls that I went through um, and can learn quicker so that they can get to the good part, which is just fucking making music.
0: Yeah, let's talk about the actual music part, you know, and your music. First of all, before we get into music, I love your cover art. Your cover art's so dope, those illustrations on something. So do you want to shout an artist out? Who, who does that for you?
1: Uh, recently, I've been working with Sarah Underwood. She's awesome. Um, she's been doing, uh, she did the Good Day artwork, um, and then she's doing a couple other singles that are coming out. Spoiler alert. Um, and then uh, a good homie of mine from day one uh, is Tech. Uh, his name is Drew, but his company is Art Tech NYC. They they do big stuff like High Ninety Seven, you know Sprite, you know all sorts of stuff. But his true passion is with you know working with artists on really detailed artwork, and uh, and he he's even got a gallery in New York City. So definitely check him out.
0: Can you tell me about what the rest of the EP sounds like? Is it is it that same upbeat kind of positive vibes, or is there other types of music on there?
1: Yes, no, it's definitely same same vibes. You know, I I, uh, I crowned myself the king of the summer, and it's just because I I make a lot of music that just fits in the summer spring summer vibe, um, and so you know with the spring and summer coming up, you know it's just like um, it was it's it was just it's a no brainer that the music is you know fit for that environment.
0: You make summer music. You got you gotta miss New York in the summer.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean shit. I miss a lot a lot of things about New York. Um, I miss just being in the street. You know what I'm saying? Just walking the streets, 'cause that's what I—that's what I was. You know, as a as a teenager, I was a street dweller. You know what I'm saying? I would just be out to. All, you can ask my mom. Like she, she, I gave her stress, man, because 'cause I'd just be out in the streets, man, just with friends, going party to party to party to party to party. You know, smoking, drinking, chilling, talking to strangers, having fun. You catch me one minute, I'm in fucking Brooklyn. Then another minute, I'm over there in Lower East Side, Sixth Street Avenue D. You know, it's just it it never stops, right? And and so you know that's the part I miss is the adrenaline of just the it just never stops. You never know who you're gonna run into. You know, every day is just you know an adventure. You know what I'm saying? Especially when you put yourself out there. I I Lord knows I put myself out there. So you know, I just I miss the energy, man.
0: Now that you're you you have a daughter. Are you introduce, How are you introducing your daughter to music? What, what are you instilling in her musically?
1: So she just turned two, so, you know, it's, it's difficult to have her attention for more than <laughs> 10 seconds. But um, she's extremely smart. And the thing that I noticed about her is kind of like how I was when I was younger, or so I've been told, um, is I was a good mimic, right? And so she's, she's a great mimic. If she sees something once or twice, she has it, Right. And so I, I slowly just introduce her to little things here and there. I'll play her music, i like, my screensaver is a bunch of artists that I, I listen to. It's like the thing where it's all the album covers on my screensaver. And so I'll like teach her who's who, so now she knows who Bob Marley is, she knows who Jay-Z is and stuff like that. So little things like that, you know, I don't want to overwhelm her and put it, you know, be like that overbearing parent, just like, you know, trying to, you know, push too much information at once. But, uh, but, yeah, I show her, like, my, my MIDI keyboard back there. I let her at least know how it feels. You know, she she not know how to play, obviously, a, a single tune, but she'll see how it feels. Drumsticks are the worst, right? She thinks everything's a drum. So she took my man Daniel Ian Jones, that's my drummer. And she, I have, like, uh, drumsticks that I, I, I took from him from tour. And so she takes those and, like, starts banging on stuff, and I'm like, all right, well.
0: Before I let you go, Jonas, I, I have a... um. I have a thing I do called the Music Nerd Questionnaire, and it's just some questions about music nerd stuff. So, okay. first question, what, outside of New York, what is your favorite geographical rap style?
1: Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I would say, it's tough, because. okay. I would say it's South, right? So, the South, but more specifically Atlanta, just because I'm a huge Outkast fan, so um, I, I like that they continue. They still incorporate lyricism and the pain, right? Um, I could tell when I'm listening to certain Southern uh, hip hop when it's when it's about the lyrics as well as the music. That you know, there's like you can feel the soul and the pain in, in the music, and so I, that's I can resonate with that.
0: Okay. Okay. Outside of music, is there a movie or TV show that influenced you?
1: So many. Uh, I would say, uh, The Wire. I just, I, I like The Wire. Yeah, man. Like, just cause like the the storytelling, that just you could, you know, you could feel the grit, and that's something that I always want to portray in. My music is, you know, even when, you know, because, you know, I make music that's very upbeat, like you said, and it's meant for parties and stuff. But if you really listen to, like, the catalog of my music, there's a lot of deep shit in there, right? And so, and, and to feel that grit, to feel, you know what I'm saying, I, you know, I, I resonate with that show a lot. I used to throw it on a lot. Uh, that and Break It Bad. Like, I feel like it's almost like they're running on parallel tracks. They're just in two different worlds, right? And so it's just like those two. But it's just a constant adventure. It, yeah. Hell yeah.
0: Next question: Say you have a new idea for a song, you have some lyrics down. What? Who is your dream producer? Who would you love to collaborate with? Um, in the studio.
1: Uh Entire album, John Belly, hundred percent. John Belly like, yeah, if we could, yeah. If we could make an album, I think that it would, yeah, be my favorite album of all time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah Timbaland is another one for different reasons. Um, uh, I really like Ryan Leslie. I like producers, producers, right? They just like get in there and really work. I, I like Swiss Beats um, for that, you know, that hood anthem. But right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's amazing how Swiss Beats has gone from generation to generation and still has a cool factor that carries oh, over. Yeah. Um,
1: he doesn't try to be cool right it's like i hate that shit when you see a producer and they're like trying to be cool and it's so forced and they look so old and they're wearing like some fucking oshkosh pants or some weird shit and you're like that's so out of style and you're just it's, ah. so there's a lot of cringe stuff going on out there but he just chills, man he just keeps it you know? and he, ta- he attaches himself to, to artists to stay relevant too right um it'd be one thing if he just stuck with cassidy the whole time uh, you know, Cassidy, unfortunately, I, I, I'm a huge fan of Cassidy, but, you know, unfortunately, you know, in terms of mainstream media, he, he just hasn't, you know, stayed consistent, right? Um, but, you know, he, but Swiss will work with like Fab and Fabulous to stay consistent for over a decade, almost 20, like 15, 20 years at this point. Um, and he'll work with Jay here and there. He'll work with, you know, other artists that have that longevity. And so by attaching himself to those artists, and then don't forget he's married to Alicia Keys, right? Mm So, you know what I mean? So it's, I mean, for him, he has a setup. Like he's good for like another 10, 15, 20 years.
0: Yeah, he has somebody to play the piano parts for sure. Yeah. All right. right. Thank you so much. um, Where can the people find you online?
1: Everywhere, man. You can find me everywhere. Um, The the spot that pays out the most is Spotify. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So if you guys want to... you know, if you guys have a membership or want to sign up and and stream on Spotify, I'd greatly appreciate it. But you know, Apple Music, Spotify, Google Play, if that still exists, uh, Amazon Music. You and what's
0: what I mean? and what's and what's your Insta? Because that's what people want to know.
1: My Instagram is the yeah most important. It's I am Jonas. So it's I A M Y O N A S. You can find me there. I'm always on the DMs, just chatting with people about whatever the fuck. So.
0: <laughs> All right, man. Thank you so much, and good luck on yes, the new appreciate
1: music. Appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, man. Look forward to uh again in the
0: future it's real with jordan edwards is presented by pop dust go to popdust.com for the latest in pop culture music and entertainment and you can find me at jordanedwardsstudio.com or on instagram at jordan edwards studio